You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. I am really excited to be joining you guys this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening. But hey, I have to ask, when do you listen to podcasts? Is it in the morning, in the afternoon, during your commute home, or in the evening when you're trying to unwind and settle? Obviously, we all have our different schedules and routines of the day, but today I want to talk a little bit about morning routines, give you an insight into what my ideal morning routine looks like. Of course, it's not going to be the same every single morning. And now that I've added Maddox into the picture, it changes things, you know, with like an almost five month old, every morning looks a little bit different. You have a routine or maybe what you want things to look like, but maybe they take different shape with the order of them at what time they happen, all the things. If you are a morning person, I hope this episode is just fun, like something you can add to your morning routine, something you might not have thought about before. But if you're not a morning person, then I also think this episode is going to be so much fun and help you maybe get out of bed in the morning, get more excited about your morning, look forward to something. I've always been a morning person. My mom would tell me that like at six years old, I would set my alarm for 6.45 in the morning and get myself ready for kindergarten. Like I don't remember that, but I'm sure it happened. I do remember like sitting at a dining room table in this house that we lived in, in Beaufort, South Carolina. And I have this vivid, weird memory of eating Lucky Charms at my dining room table as a kid with like the newspaper in hand. I don't know how often that happened, but I have that memory. And you know what's funny? I think I watched Matilda as a kid. Did anybody else watch Matilda? I love that movie. Oh my gosh. I still watch that movie. And anytime I put my hair up in a bun, I swear I look like Miss Trunchbull. It's fine. But I think I watched Matilda, saw her do her thing. Like she was, she, she had her morning routine down pat. If you've watched Matilda, you know what I'm talking about. But she had these magical powers and she could like do things that she didn't know she finally figured out and she loved to read and she made herself breakfast and she like cleaned the house while her parents were away and left her home by herself. I was just so inspired by Matilda. So I kind of had like my morning routine act together as a kid. And then obviously like as you grow up, it's cool to sleep in and you know, wake up whenever you want and not make your bed and all the things. But now back as an adult, especially during quarantine season of last year, I needed and really learned to love a good morning routine. And so I wanted to kind of share what mine looked like. Well, honestly, what mine looked like post-baby and also pre-baby because it just changes things, you know? I love starting my morning off right on the right foot. I feel like mornings make or break my day, truly. Like if I step out of the bed the wrong way in the morning, my day just feels funky for the rest of it. So anyways... These are just different cornerstones of my morning that I feel like have to happen in what order and how they happen and at what times they happen, like totally up to you and honestly look different for me every single morning. But if you wanted to get into a good rhythm with me, this is kind of what it looks like. And there's reasons behind why I do these things too. They're not random, they're on purpose. I feel like mornings are when you can establish a rhythm to your day. You can stop and pause and be grateful and have a moment of gratitude and affirm yourself and who you've been created to be by the Lord. 
Also, it gives you an opportunity for discipline. Like, what are the ways that you are starting out your morning? Is it just by happenstance and you roll out of bed at 7.02 and you have to be somewhere by 7.30? Is it rushed? Is it slow? All the things. Like, I think it really builds up and it matters. Something I've learned recently, bigger than a morning routine, is when you do things with intention, you're able to see the fruit from them more, but then also the satisfaction when the fruit actually comes is greater because you're like, I did that on purpose. And so this is me saying, hey, let's start our mornings out with the purpose. Controversial topic, but I'd say every morning, make your bed. Make your bed, people. I actually saw something on TikTok. Don't judge me. And one of the videos said basically like the most, the one thing that every successful person in life has in common, which, you know, I'm not sure if this is completely true, but I thought it was pretty inspiring. They all make their bed. And here's why. It is you making the choice the first thing in the morning to set yourself up later for success. There is nothing worse than coming home to a messy house and more specifically a messy bedroom. I feel like when I walk in and my everything else in my room can be put away, like everything else on Thomas's side of the bed can be great. My side of the bed be great, like dresser, drawer shut, clothes put away, closet clean, all the things. And the bed's not made. It truly like wrecks the room. You know what I'm talking about? You know, it's just like, especially when you have 1000 pillows like we have (laughs) when the pillows are on the floor. It just, it's a whole, it's a whole scene. It's a whole mess. So make your bed people like put things back where they belong. I feel like also it's harder to climb back into bed if it's like a lazier day not a day where you have things on your agenda and things you have to get done to like not crawl back in bed if you didn't want to or mean to again with intention to make your bed because you're not going to want to unmake it to get in. You know what I mean? I think it's also really important to have something you look forward to. So for me, that is my cup of coffee. I have to tell you my coffee routine for a second because it's my favorite. And when I share with my friends on Instagram, everyone's like, how do you get your coffee to look like that? And I'm like, it's not talent. It's a machine. (laughs) I have the Nespresso Virtuo, I think is how you call it, the Virtuo line. And it comes in little pods, kind of like a Keurig, but different. And it like spins it a certain way. It sounds like a rocket ship about to take off, but the way that the coffee is brewed, it it adds like a layer of foam on the top. It's great. It's awesome. They have different flavors. I also love to froth some creamer. I just love a good store-bought like delight creamer. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the Italian cream, amazing. Uh, Around Christmas time, love the peppermint mocha. And here, fall is coming up here in a second, so I will be buying and purchasing the pumpkin spice whatever flavor they have. But I grab my creamer, I put it in my frother, I push a button, and it froths it, and it warms it, and it makes it really yummy and, like, frothy. I don't know what else to word to use for it, but it's amazing, and I love it. And I pour it in my coffee, and I get a little mug. I either head back upstairs to get ready, or I sit for a second and kind of regroup Um, some days that looks like enjoying the coffee on the floor with Maddox playing on his play mat and just soaking in the morning, whatever it looks like to you, like have something that you look forward to. And for me, as silly as it sounds, it is a cup of coffee. I would, if I could in a perfect world, go out and get coffee every morning from like a coffee shop, but one, that's not friendly to the budget. And two, I'm not going to pack up Maddox every morning and go get myself coffee. So sometimes this morning routine treat for you might look like going through a drive-thru and getting some. May I suggest if you go through a drive-thru, Starbucks is obviously always, I feel like, an option to some people, depending on where you live. But there's a Starbucks on every single corner of America, I swear. My favorite drink right now, which just 
caution. I think it's $6, which is a really expensive coffee drink, but it's so good. So it's a really fun treat. Um, it is the nitro cold brew with a splash of sweet cream and sweet cream cold foam on top. It is so good. If you like coffee, but need a little bit of sweet, but you like the bitter taste of coffee still, this is for you. It's for you. It's so good. But you have to ask them to make sure to put the splash of sweet cream in because I've noticed that sometimes they'll just do the cold foam, sweet cream cold foam on top and forget my splash of sweet cream and it ruins it. Like you have to have the splash of sweet cream inside. Okay. Off my soapbox about coffee but I do think it's nice to have a treat. So there's that. Obviously, in my opinion, the most important part to any type of morning routine is that you spend time with Jesus. Please, if you can, get in the word, like open up your Bible. If you want to do more of an in-depth study, that's great. Grab a commentary, grab a devotion book, whatever it takes. If you don't have time and you want to do this later, like again, your relationship with Jesus, you do it when you feel like is best for you. But I just think opening up your Bible in the morning again, can change the flavor of your day. It just can. I heard something one time I thought was so cool. Like, when do you meet with a coach? You don't not talk to your coach before the game and then you only talk to him during the game. No, you talk to your coach before the game to come up with a strategy for the game, during the game, and then after the game to kind of review. And I feel like our day is set up like so, where if God is our coach per se, it's really nice to be able to meet with him in the morning and have an idea of where our heart is to take inventory of our life and our day, to do things with intention, to do things with caution, to honestly give him the first fruits of our day is so important. So I always would recommend and encourage my friends that are wanting to get in some type of morning groove that opening up the word of God should be an intricate part of it. I feel like most times when people decide not to open up their Bible at the beginning of the day, it's because they are confused on how to do so and it's intimidating. And so they're like, I'll just do it later. It seems like a project. So I have a few things to suggest if that's you. Uh, One, go back and listen to episode 99 with Hope Blanton and Christine Gordon. They have an episode with me, a conversation about how to actually read the Bible. So you're not just like flipping it open and reading a random chapter and with like zero context. Of course, that's going to be intimidating. Nobody would know. No one really understands when that sort of thing happens. So listen to that episode if you're curious. But then also a really neat thing that I love to encourage my friends. If you've never done this, this would be a really cool way to start. But read through the Bible. If you read through the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, uh, like book by book, it's really neat. But in my opinion, it's even cooler if you read it chronologically because you're able to see an actual timeline of how things happened when they happened in the Bible. It is the neatest thing. And may I suggest doing that with Tara Lee Cobble. She has an amazing plan on the Bible app by YouVersion. And you can download the app, the Bible app. It's for free. You go into plans, you select the Bible recap plan, and it basically every day gives you a few chapters and it goes through chronologically Genesis to Revelation and you're able to get chunks of the Bible every day. Someone else is telling you what to read, you read it. And I will say that sometimes it's really hard to understand what's happening because I mean, there's certain parts of the Bible I feel like we all avoid because it's just difficult. We don't understand context comprehension's just weird, hard to, for us to understand why it's important what we're reading. So because of that, she actually put together a podcast called The Bible Recap, where you're able to listen to, I mean, these episodes go anywhere from like six to uh, 
11 minutes, I feel like, really quick snapshots of what you read, and it goes with the days. You're able to hear what somebody else is getting out of it, which is which is nice, but then able, you're able to get your own God shot from what you read. So if you don't know where to go when you want to read the Bible, I feel like the Bible recap is another great option. And then, of course, there's devotionals. One of my favorites is Matchless by Angie Smith. She is amazing. It's all about Jesus. And then there's another book that she wrote, a devotional, really, like a Bible study called Seamless. And it takes you again, Genesis through Revelation, and makes it one big seamless story. And it is so incredible. So if you just need a way to comprehend the Bible, to feel like you are understanding what's going on, really, you have those big like, wow, that is so cool. Like those kind of moments. All three options are amazing. Also, sometimes I post devotional like posts on Instagram from New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. That's another great option. It is literally just a page of something really in-depth. Like it's a good steak and potatoes type of devotional where it takes you a second to chew on it, figure it out, think on it, meditate on it throughout the day. Like it's very profound. It's really neat. And then, of course, it gives you some further reading if you want to read in scripture more about what that day's devotional was about. Really love it. Obviously, let me be your mom and say that in your morning, you should also drink water, okay? I've started disciplining myself to have water before I have coffee in the morning just so that I can go ahead and get it done, take my vitamins, all the things, get some water in your system. And then I love the idea of some kind of movement, whether it's a walk, maybe a quick yoga flow, maybe some stretching, maybe something intense like a run or you cycle, like something to move your body. There is a really neat girl on YouTube. Her name is Caroline Williams, and she has Christian, like, faith-based yoga. And she helps you meditate on the word while you're stretching and going through some type of flow. She talks about, you know, like, Christians in yoga because some people are really, like, "Eh," about the yoga and meditation scene if you are faith-based and you have a relationship with Jesus. But she kind of ties the two together. Like, how do you, yes, have like a spiritual moment with the Lord, but also moving your body in a way that our bodies were created to move and to stretch and to process things. And she said something before that has stuck in my mind for such a long time. And it is that emotions need motion. I'll say it again. Emotions need motion. And it's so true. When you wake up cranky or when you wake up in a great mood or when you wake up confused about something or let's be honest, you had a really weird dream that has just set you off first thing in the morning. Motions are in a great way to process your emotions. And so I love to move and sometimes I don't get to move until I put Maddox down for a nap. And sometimes I move while he's playing on the floor. Like I just do some type of yoga flow with Caroline But I'll link all this in our show notes. She's amazing. I just would recommend some type of movement, go on a walk, or if you don't have time and you've got a job, maybe park in the back back of the parking lot and like just take a longer walk. Maybe take the stairs instead of the elevator, just some type of way to move your body and get your heart rate going, your blood flowing. I feel like it, one, wakes me up, two, gives me more energy throughout my day, but then three, like I said, helps me process where my brain's at and I'm able to get the endorphins flowing. Like there's actually chemical things that happen in your body when you choose to move in the morning. And I think that that's great. There's some of us that work from home. This actually applies to everybody, but specifically my work from home girls. I don't know if you remember, but um, last year, like last March, obviously when the world shut down, Thomas left for officer training school for the military. And I was left home alone with my dog, Remy, 
during COVID. So it was like the stay at home orders and all the things. And I was just like, (laughs) my morning routine was just falling to pieces and I needed it because it was truly some of like the only structure I had in my life. So that's why I'm really passionate about it. I realized this is for the work from home girls or for the weekend or something for y'all listening. But when I stayed in my jammies all day because I could stay in my pajamas all day, it was not good for me. <laughs> of course, there's some days when you just want to lounge and have just a veg and chill day. And that's really great and cool. But for your everyday, it, it didn't matter if I had a morning routine or not. But if I stayed in my pajamas, it just like, uh, uh-uh. I felt the most unproductive, the most lazy. I just didn't feel like myself. This is me saying that if you work from home, part of your morning routine, let me challenge you, is to go and get out of your pajamas. Even if it looks like putting on a different loungewear set, just get out of what you slept in. So let's go over some of these cornerstones again. One, most recently, change out of what you slept in 1000%. Find something to treat yourself like your coffee or maybe it's tea in the morning or something that makes you excited, makes you look forward to it. Spend time in the word meet with the coach, big C coach before your day actually starts. Make your bed, prove it to yourself that you have the discipline to do it. Get in the habit. It only takes a few weeks to actually get in the habit of making your bed and then it becomes really natural. And guys, it only takes like two minutes. Truly, it really only does. Nourish your soul. Okay. Nourish your body. Drink your water. Eat something, something. Move if you can. If you have the time, just do a quick stretch. So these are the things that like I do, but while I'm doing these things, I like for my environment to be welcoming in a certain way. It sounds really weird, maybe a little woo woo, but I promise you, again, it changes the game for me. So I open up my blinds, I let the light in, and then I have music playing in the background. I will link my worship playlist for you. It's on Spotify. I don't have it on Apple yet. Some of you are like, I only listen to Apple Music. I'm so sorry. One day I'll get it on Apple Music. But it is on Spotify and it is a lot of songs. Actually, pause. Let me look up how many songs it is right now. I add to it anytime I hear something that I'm like, yes, absolutely. That spoke to me. I put it on the playlist and I've been collecting things on this playlist since college. Yeah. Okay. It has 82 hours and 26 minutes of music. How many songs that is? I don't know. It's not telling me. That's a lot. That's like, what, three days? Help math. Four days. I guess almost four days of music, nonstop, different songs. But it helps to have some type of motto in the background, subconsciously going throughout my day so that I'm proclaiming truth, I'm listening to truth or whatever. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I need the bops. It's not going to have to be a worship day. It's going to have to be a Doja Cat day. But most days, it really helps to have the worship music going on in the background. And then I really love to diffuse some essential oils like lavender and bergamot is one of my favorite combinations right now. Very random, but I love it. Wakes me up. Also calms me at the same time. Light a candle if you're a candle girl. Again, I hope you're hearing me just say have some intention to your mornings. The mornings where I just roll out of bed and I'm rushed or I sleep into the last second. My whole day just feels a little bit thrown off and I don't feel like I have a grip on what's going on. I feel like it's all happening to me. And I think it's so important, especially if you're talking about making a difference, going out, doing what we're called to do, which is to make disciples, to be a light, to show people Jesus with just the way that we live. And I feel like we have to show up for ourselves first and prove it to ourselves first to have the mental capacity, the emotional capacity, spiritual and physical capacity to then be able to do what it takes the rest of the day to be our best version of ourselves. But that takes discipline and that takes showing up for yourself. 
totally not faith-based at all, but just an incredible book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. He talks about what it looks like to set these habits and what it looks like to be mentally strong. When we are mentally strong, we're able to be more brave, more bold, which honestly makes us more obedient in our spiritual walk. So when we're braver, we're braver. Is that a word? When we're more brave, we're able to have conversations with people. We're able to do the thing we feel like the Lord's calling us to do. But when you have a morning routine or rhythm that sets you up for success, that proves it to yourself that you can do these things and you do have the discipline, then I just, yeah, I feel like you're able to be more brave and more bold and intentional with the rest of your day and how it plays out. Don't hear me say you'll have control over your day because you absolutely won't. But it makes another great point that when the other parts of your day fall apart, because there are going to be days, honestly, (laughs) there's moments in every day where things fall apart differently than the way you thought they were going to look. feel like having the first few moments of your day be one of surrender, one where you're able to affirm yourself that you are not what you get done. You are not what happens to you. It's easier. It doesn't make it easy but it makes it easier. You're able to breathe more deeply, know things more clearly, cling to truth more easily because you gave him the first fruits of your day. And naturally, it makes those more difficult situations less frantic, a little bit more peaceful than maybe they would have been had you not given yourself the first few moments of your day to claim truth, remind yourself of these things, be grateful, treat yourself, nourish your soul and your body, and all the things that we talked about today. I want to hear what your morning routines look like. So go and head over to Instagram and comment on our post. I want to hear all of the things because it's so neat to see how people set their days up for success that's customized and unique to them. And I want to hear what that looks like to you. This was just 30 minutes of me talking about me and that's really obnoxious. And so I want to hear what you guys are doing, how you're setting your day up for success. What's worked? What hasn't worked? Is there a specific order? Do you have a strict schedule? We're all so different, which is just the coolest thing. So I'd love to hear what that looks like for you. And while we're at it, I wanted to share something really exciting. We have a call in number. That's right. You can call in and leave us a voicemail and we would love to use it on our show. So if you have an embarrassing story, if you have a cool story, something funny that happened to you this week, something you just need to get off your chest, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Just call me. Let's chat. It's really easy. It really is just like you're leaving me a voicemail and I'm able to listen to it and then respond to it. The phone number is, write this down and save it in your phone as Behind the Bliss because we got a phone number. Our phone number is 205-719-6726. 719-6726. Cannot wait to hear from you, all these fun stories, and but then also what your morning routine looks like. Anything you want to chat about, call us in, but you guys are the best and seriously the most fun and make sitting behind this microphone in a room alone not feel so lonely. So just know how grateful I am for each and every one of you that listens. If you have any questions, any concerns, anything you want to know about, just feel free to reach out. We are here for you always. I pray and I hope that you take a nugget or two from today's conversation and episode and apply it to tomorrow morning. And I want to hear how it is. I think it's going to be great. So I'm excited for you to start your day with intention if you haven't started yet. And for you to know there's actually reasons behind why you are doing the things that you're doing. You're not just doing the frivolously because Rachel told you to or you have a list that you need to get done. No, no. This sets you up for success. Your heart and your mind and your soul and your whole entire body and being to go throughout the rest of your day confidently and boldly so that you can be the best version of yourself. Love y'all so much. 
always cheering you on and can't wait to hear all your new morning routines and takeaways. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.